Welcome to the Digital Mindset Podcast, a place where we'll share our thoughts to help you continue to innovate and digitally transform yourself, your organization, and your community. Hosted by Earl Valencia, strategy and transformation mentor to emerging leaders, startups, and corporations. Again, live from San Francisco, welcome to the Digital Mindset Podcast. Hi, welcome to episode one of the Digital Mindset Podcast. Again, this is Earl Valencia, your host, live from San Francisco. The first episode is dedicated actually um, to a lot of people that actually ask me a very, very similar questions every time I talk on stage. Typically, either in college, young professionals, even actually people who are much, much older than the young professional. And they always ask me, is it time? Is it time for me to quit, to start a company, to take it the risk and and go for it, right? And many different gurus, to be honest with you, right? Like people that are on TV, etc. just say, go for it, go for it, right? But I would give you a framework today to think about, is it the right time for you? Questions to ask so that in the end, you will actually have a, a better perspective if it's the right time for you to go, right? Um, but think about it first that there's actually three, maybe four, but at least three major scenarios when you're in this pivot point, right? Number one is to stay the course. I'm going to still start and do well in my job and focus on my job and try to see if I can kind of move up the corporate ladder. Number two is how can I actually potentially just do cold turkey and give it all. I think this is it. I'm going to go for it, right? Number four, um, actually number three, right, is am I going to do both, right? Am I going to, number one, think about should I actually start the side business and then only when it becomes big, then I'm going to start to quit and go for it, right? And that number four, uh, I maybe just like my mind is that maybe you can do things passively, right? Invest in the friend's idea versus you do it. Right. Obviously, you won't get as much of the upside, um, but then other people are doing the work for you. Right. So what is this framework that I talk about? Right. Uh, on, on think about is it the right time for you? I call it the 2P, 2T um, uh, framework. Right. What are the two type of piece that actually you have to think about? The first one is the people type. Right, like, am I inspired by the people that I go to work every day? Am I inspired to be around them? I'm inspired with my boss. I'm inspired by my colleagues. I inspired the people that work for me, and maybe even inspired by the mission and the culture of this company. Right, the, all of these things are so 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 important, and it's not just because you like them as people. Right, I mean obviously. A lot of us kind of like, you know, the people part over some of our companies, right? Especially our teams, our colleagues, we miss them, especially for a good connection. But for me, it's actually beyond that. It's thinking about strategically, are these people 
so ambitious enough? Are these people so inspiring enough that in the end of the day, you'll never know where they'll be, right? Is this such a high-performing team that even if we disband two, three, four, five years from now, that everybody will then move up the ranks and do something really great with their lives that actually will, you know, you might be proud of, right? So I'll give a concrete example. When I was in Cisco, uh, right after business school, um, it was a brand new unit called Emerging Technologies. And they brought in some of the best minds, to be honest with you, best minds in technology at that time. I came in there as like, I think the first intern maybe, right? The first intern into the cream. Um, but then they hired people from top business schools, people who had very good CVs, um, entrepreneurs who wanted to just be an entrepreneur residence, innovation experts, etc. right? And I just knew at the time we were just a high performing team. We were just doing things like crazy. We were kind of internally competing against each other, pushing each other, brainstorming together. Uh, it was just amazing, right? And I just knew there was this weird feeling that at some point I knew that these people will do well individually regardless of this team or not, right? So fast forward to the day, 10 years after, right? Our CTO of our division now is chief digital officer of one of the largest companies in the world. Um, some are heads of strategy, one is CEO of a startup, one is a chief marketing officer of a well-funded Series D startup, right? Like people are now in different places, not even in the same company anymore, but all did well in their careers. And you just knew that. So do you want to be in that place? You want to be in an inspiring place because of the people. I think that's one big filter. The next big filter, right? The next P is about process, right? A lot of times when starting a company, there's no process. It's hard to even figure it out. And then you all, when you start growing, you have to ask like, how do we professionalize this thing? Right? Because in the beginning, it's easy, right? Like you can just wing it and figure it out and maybe Google it in, in TechCrunch. But then it's so, 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 so difficult for you to actually get that discipline. So I would, I would highly encourage, if you're planning to start a company someday, why don't you learn it from people who actually have grew it from maybe an idea all the way up to billions of dollars, right? So think about the processes, the policies, the discipline that actually you might get as you actually grow into that company, right? So maybe it's HR, maybe it's IP legal, Maybe it's finance, maybe it's balance sheets, maybe it's even looking at like pro forma, or maybe even if it's like how to make all hands or staff meetings. These are things that actually is important as you build your own company, but then maybe the trading ground is in a larger company. So if you have to be honest with yourself, have I learned that enough for me to kind of break away? That's something to think about too, right? That's the process part. Again, we go to the next, the two T's. Right, so the first T that I would say is something that you know, a lot of people kind of emphasize, but I would emphasize it, it's technology. Yeah, the no brainer, right? Like technology, oh, of course, right? Because one thing that you actually realize that large companies have resources, resources to invest, resources to investigate into these interesting new emerging technologies that may or may not actually be afforded by small startup, right? Think about it, right? If you want CRM, um, you know, sales tracking, Salesforce, right? Salesforce, can you actually get a discipline actually putting things to Salesforce, enterprise license, right? Um, AI, robotic process automation, right? Like typically the first use cases is an enterprise. Can you then figure out 
how to get first-hand experience doing robotics, doing, doing AI, right? Maybe it's in data, data analytics, right? Like a lot of enterprise tools to look at data and data analytics, dashboards, etc. right? Like maybe it's, you know, um, you, you know, enterprise uh, collaboration tools. So these are things that maybe large enterprises can afford. And if you can actually maybe partner, investigate, or even implement, or even use, at least use some of these technologies, then you at least are aware of what the state of the art is in the enterprise world. So that you, when you become a large company someday, or even actually a small company trying to be a large company, you have the tools and the processes for you to scale, right? Because these companies, they actually have these tools because they're already at the scale part. But then as you start scaling, at least you are aware of technologies and how to use these interesting new technologies in order for your company someday to actually be much better. And the last one, which to be honest with you, is actually quite probably the most important um, factor in question um, for you to ask before you kind of go and say sayonara to your uh, company, right? Uh, and that's the T, the timing, right? And the timing is actually both ways. One timing is the market timing or the opportunity timing and the other one is personal timing, right? Personal timing. So for me, market timing, that's quite logical, right? Like, is this an opportunity that needs to get done now, right? Is this where the VCs are going right now? Are they funding entrepreneurs like me right now, right? Are there people that actually I can convince to quit their jobs right now for us to pursue this idea, right? The timing is actually very, 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 very important from a professional perspective. So um, that's something I would encourage for you to think about um, and see if this is the right time for you to go. Because sometimes it might be too early, um, but then the worst thing is a bit too late. The next one, uh, which I think is also quite important, both of them have to be congruent to each other, is the personal timing, right? Have you ever wondered why most entrepreneurs, right, at least in the tech side, they did it while they're in college, they did it right after school, they did it while they're young, or maybe when they're single, right? It's because not everybody has that luxury of doing it while they have no obligations. So I would highly encourage someone to be honest with themselves and say, is this the right time for me? Right time for my family? Right time for my obligations? Some people have student loans. Think about it. Think about it that way, right? Think about like, hey, maybe I'm supporting some part of my parents, my sisters, my siblings, maybe myself, maybe a wife, maybe some kids. So all these things is quite important for you to think about like, is this the right time for me to actually run it all, right? And, and that's why you have to think also which part of the three scenarios actually makes sense for you, right? So again, let's recap. If you think about it like and, and really honestly say, number one, right, is it is the people at the place where I can learn, I can get inspired, um, I know that you're going to be great someday and I want to be part of that team still, then... Then, then think about it, right? Like maybe it's still it's still good to stay, right? Number two, is there still processes and policies and discipline that I still need to learn? Then maybe you should stay, right? Number three, right? With with a two, with two is like are there technologies I just don't know of? I want to learn while well, actually other people are actually paying for a dime for that, right? Like going to conferences and implementing it. Why not? Why not do it in someone else's dime? Because when you're a startup, you just want to like conserve your budget, right? That'll be cool. Because large companies, there's the one thing that they can do is they can train you and they can expose you to new things. And the last one really is to honestly say, is it the right time for you and the right time for an idea to, ex to get executed, right? And to be honest with you, I would have all the yeses in these questions, 
not just one or two URLs, it might actually come into some sort of crux someday, right? And then after that, then you can assess, right? Which of the three scenarios actually makes sense for you? First scenario, as I mentioned, continue the course, right? If, if one or two is a no, continue the course, right? Um, you know, maybe that's something to think about, right? Like maybe it's still time for me uh, to still stay in this company and, and learn something, right? Then stay. Maybe the next scenario is just go all in, right? If if you think you're ready, ready, you you already are okay with the process. You know that you already learned so much already from a team, and you're ready to go. Maybe it's already time, the right timing for you to do it. Um, maybe you you already know technology to actually implement in the company. Like then go, go, go for it, go for it. I would highly encourage you to go for it. And then obviously there's this like happy medium, right? Which a lot of people, especially venture capitalists, like, ah, oh, that's bad, right? But then I say, you know, not everybody can, like, go cold turkey, right? So maybe it's a time for you. Maybe you have one. Maybe it's not the right timing for you personally. Um, or maybe you're just exploring the idea from a market perspective and you want to incubate it first. Then why don't you do that, right? Do, do incubation from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. every day, right? And then that's how you do it. So... Um, I think that's a, that, that's something to really think about, and I hope that this podcast would help all of you, because uh, I know that this is, a, this, is a, this is a problem. This is really a question that, and every time I talk, people ask me this question, so I really hope that this helps you frame a framework for you to think about, is it the right time for me to go for it? Is it the right time for me to stay the course? And, um, and I thank you for listening to this podcast. And hope that I'll, I'll, I'll hear from you again in the next one. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. You have just listened to Digital Mindset Podcast. Credits to Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons with the great intro music named Inspired. Thank you so much. Have a good day. See you next podcast.